I know that's bad for our image, but I don't give a damn. Punk Lotto Pod, the game where no one wins. I'm your co-host Justin Hensley. I'm your other co-host Dylan Hensley. I'm your co-host Corey. And your other co-host Lauren. <laughs> and we are coming to you from Fest 17 in Gainesville, Florida. This is... That's a live pod. <clears throat> yeah, essentially. Well, yeah. not really. It's not going well, no, out it's... live. <laughs> We're here live. Yes. Yeah. In person. This is actually the first time we've recorded an episode in person. Um, normally we do it over Skype, but uh, we decided to take advantage of being in town and actually record a podcast together, and we decided we should have some friends with us, because... What's Fest for? Yeah. There might be some background noise. <laughs> yes, we are recording it from our hotel room, so the audio fidelity isn't going to be the highest quality... Uh, <laughs> So, how's everyone's fest been? <laughs> it's been good. It's yeah, been good. fest is fest is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Even on the years where, you know, we talked about this a little bit. Even on the years where maybe the lineup isn't what you would want it to be. Yeah. Fest is still awesome. Yeah, this year's lineup was uh, interesting. It didn't have as many big recognizable names. I feel like and. A lot of repeat names for the rest of them, but I don't know. I've been having fun all weekend. I've still seen a ton of bands already at this point, so. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't have, like, a very large list of bands to watch, so I tagged along for most of the bands that Justin was seeing, and I've been, you know, surprised by some new bands that I hadn't heard of, wasn't familiar with, so. That's been a, that's always kind of one of the perks of Fest, because I've definitely been to Fest where I saw, like, ton of bands that I'd never heard of and then went home and like had a whole bunch of new bands to listen to so there's always something to see you know there's always something you're going to be at least a little bit interested in yeah how do you how do you approach building your fest schedule and has it changed since like your first fest probably yeah the fest app itself is a fairly recent thing right it's maybe five yeah, or six years four or five years yeah yeah I think they started it Probably my first year, like Fest 12. 
Maybe. That's probably right the first year or maybe the year before that. Because it used to be you'd get the paper schedule with the map on it and then you just had to read that thing all day long to remember where everything was and what time they were. By the end of the weekend it was very wet from being being in your pocket all weekend. Yeah, Yeah, and you had like your hour, your your, your own... I I would take all the times that I was trying to see things and write them down, like make it try and make it a little bit more yeah manageable yeah yeah just what you wanted to see just your list and yeah, the but, whole thing but but our first couple of years too i would print them out at work and then highlight everything you would do pre-work at home before we left <laughs> i would do that too because the thing the thing about about canada is that we just don't get a lot of these bands especially in the early years like all of these bands that i loved that I really wanted to see, they would never come to Canada. There was no chance of seeing it. So we always felt like we really had to cram everything in. I think our first fest, we saw about 40 bands. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because it like, and that was just like booking it from yeah. venue to venue, just to make sure that we got where we wanted to be. Yeah. I've probably seen roughly the same amount every year. <clears throat> Some years, maybe I had a few more than others. Maybe in the early days when the lines were a lot worse, like, um, you'd waste more time just standing in line, so you didn't quite see as many. But starting with, like, Fest 9, maybe, it, like, opened up a lot. Um, yeah, like, I used to do the same thing. I would do, like, a Word document at home and just, like, type all up and, like, look, you know, look at everything. And then when you got to Fest, it would change the schedule and half the bands. and (laughs) Everything would be up 30 minutes earlier. That's the benefit of the app, that they give you those schedule updates. Yeah, yeah. In, in more or less real time. I, um, when I decide, when I'm making my schedule now, I just put anything that I'm remotely interested in, even if I know I'm probably not going to see them. Like, I've had Radon on my list every year since <laughs> I've been coming to Fest, and I don't think I've ever actually seen them. <laughs> this is the year we're seeing Radon. <laughs> Maybe. So you say. <laughs> For us, it's the only thing in that time slot. Yeah, but it's also pretty late, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's only, it's only like 10 o'clock. <laughs> I am seeing Radon. I saw, well, we saw the Radon guys at yeah. at the Comedy Showcase, and they had copies of their new LP. Yeah, so, which is, did Berg put that out? Which is funny. Yeah. Seems like an odd label choice. <clears throat> I'm excited to have a physical copy of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is, like... What's your ritual when it comes to, like, once you get here to Fest? Like, what are the things you have to do? Okay, so we arrive in Gainesville, and literally the first stop is El Indio. Yeah. <laughs> for a tempeh burrito. <laughs> yeah, because tempeh is just not a common menu item in Canada. No. And they do it well. It's not an option for us. Where do you fly into? Jack's? It varies, depending okay. on the price point. Yeah. It's either Jacksonville, Tampa, or Orlando. This year was the first year we went to Jacksonville in a while. Yeah. Yeah, lately it's been Tampa. And have you ever done pre-fest? No. No. We used to do, well, we used to do the pre-fest shows when 1982 was still a venue. Oh, yeah. The unofficial. The unofficial. Because we used to come even a day earlier. We used to come... Tuesday night? No, Wednesday. We used to come Wednesday morning. Because then they would do two days of pre-fest at 1982. The measure would always play in Orlando. The night before at that skate park that they used to do pre-fest at and then they'd come for Thursday night at 1982 
but they, 1982 is not a venue anymore. Mm -hmm. I think they still do a couple unofficial pre-fest shows, but I don't think they're as big a deal as they yeah. as they were maybe a decade ago. Yeah, I think... Uh, Are they still there? I thought they had closed in something. Oh, 1982 is gone. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Oh, it's like yeah. a bike shop now. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. They do some unofficial pre-fests in like Tallahassee, because we know some people who played it, so... We've never gone to official pre-fest, though. No. Five days of fest is a lot. Yeah. And do you remember the year there was the extra day of I fest? I was just going to say the same <laughs> thing. That was the first pre-fest year, wasn't it? It was. Six so days of fest. That's insane. And then an extra, a whole four days of fest. There is such thing as too much fest. <laughs> that, I remember that year, we had a lot of downtime, just because we were like, there's too many bands. It was so spread out. And the bands you actually wanted to see were spread out over four days instead yeah. of three. <laughs> and, there, sorry, go ahead. Oh, and I'm just exhausted after the three days, so like, yeah. I, don't, I can't imagine doing five or six days. Yeah, I texted you this morning. There's going to be some groggy third morning of fest voice on yes. this. <laughs> What has, have there been any surprises that maybe bands you didn't know or bands you didn't know were going to be as good as they were? Um, Sincere Engineer was kind of a surprise. Like, they're, like the size of... I mean, I wasn't really familiar with them. I heard a little bit. Um, but then, like, the size of the crowd. Like, people were really into it. It was jammed in it there. Was. Yeah. There was. Yeah. A lineup. I was stuck in a lineup to get in briefly because I tried to donate blood. Yeah. And so I had to... <laughs> Follow Corey there later. So then she led me back to the trailer. I went to see Sincere Engineer. Yeah. I just I just really, really wanted to donate blood if I could. So he went to see Sincere Engineer. I went back to the trailer, went in, and I gave, there were three nurses. I gave one of the nurses my passport so she could enter all of her, all of my information into the system. And she was really getting hung up on the address. Well, what's your, what's your zip code? Well, we don't have a zip code. <laughs> it's called the postal code. Okay, but... What, what state do you live in? I live in Ontario because I'm from Canada. <laughs> so is Canada part of the United States? What? I said, no, Canada is a separate country above the United States. <laughs> so uh, the second nurse confirmed I could not donate blood. And then the third nurse came in 
And um, the third nurse questioned me again and said, okay, well, are you sure? Because there are some people who get confused because there's Niagara Falls in the States and Niagara Falls, Canada. But you don't live in Niagara Falls. No, I said, well, as it happens, I do live very close to Niagara Falls. I live about 15 minutes away. And she goes, okay, but you consider yourself Canadian? I said, yes, I'm Canadian. <laughs> you consider yourself. <laughs> so after that, it was confirmed by all three. I cannot donate blood, and I was sent on my way. They need to tell the lady outside to not send international I people know. in. I said, well, well, is Canada really international? <laughs> I can't. Are you sure? I don't know. I wouldn't want to give my blood if they didn't know Canada wasn't part of the <laughs> United this, States. These women... You think they're trained? They're yeah. trained to be nurses. They had a formal education. Were they young? Youngish. They might be. They were in their maybe early, late twenties, early thirties, early mid thirties. Too old. <laughs> I'd I'd be concerned if a fifteen year old told me that. Yeah. yeah. Is Canada part of the United States? <laughs> That's crazy. The 52nd state. Are you sure? <laughs> I wonder if that's the Florida education system and the finest there. <laughs> well, the lady in the cat costume, as she was walking me to the trailer initially, she said, I love, I love Canada. Y'all are so smart up there with your schools and your <laughs> education. I said, thank you. <laughs> We don't got them those down here. You have schools in Florida. There's a really big one down the road. Yeah, a major university that has a that has a top-notch medical program. I yes. understand. It's a pretty well-known school for a state college, especially. Yeah, I, I've known some pretty smart people who went to that University of Florida. So that's insane. <laughs> So you missed most of Sincere Engineers. So yeah, engineers. that's just Sincere yeah. Engineers. So when I finally got there, there was a lineup to get in, and I was surprised. I was very surprised. I didn't realize they were as popular as they were. Um, it, it reminded me of when I saw the Menzingers at the Atlantic at Fest 8. That room was packed, and they hadn't really blown up yet, and I guess the rest of the larger punk community hadn't found out about the Menzingers yet, but... They were already huge in, in Gainesville or for the fest. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Did they say it was their first full band performance? Yeah, I think that Deanna played here solo last year. Mm -hmm. And she's playing solo again today. But yeah, I think it was their first full band fest. Yeah. Um, other surprises. We saw, we saw Expert Timing. They were really good. Um... They had like a brand new album this yeah. week. It came out like on Tuesday. And the crowd was pretty solid for them too. Um, People were into it. Yeah, like, yeah. It maybe wasn't a huge crowd, but it was like an energetic crowd. So, Yeah, they were really fun. Um, what else do we see? What was that band I really liked? The Squash Band. Oh, The Eradicator. Oh, The Eradicator. <laughs> I really enjoyed that a lot.
my name out I keep coming back You know I'll make you crack I don't like this Cause this is for bosses This is for bosses This is for bosses I'll be at the top of the world When you fall You're gonna fall Fall again much about the band because a friend of mine just got me into them pretty recently and yeah but from what I understand as members of direct hit based off of the kids in the hall sketch the eradicator <laughs> about squash <laughs> and it is a squash themed punk yeah. band I loved it I had a smile on, like a huge smile on my face the whole time such an odd concept for a band <laughs> isn't but, there another band named after a kids in the hall sketch Maybe. I don't know. Probably. I can't think of it. There's enough of them. There's got to be one. Oh, Handsome Boy Modeling School. (laughs) 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 They're a hip-hop duo with, like, Dan the Automator. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. But the Eradicator, um, they they pull the joke off so well because the music is really... The music is really good. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't a squash band, it would still be good. Yeah. But the squash jokes just make it a little extra fun, <laughs> a little extra good. Um, they were they were playing before and in between songs. They had pre-recorded squash sounds, like rackets <laughs> hitting a ball in an echoey room. <laughs> I saw a ton of those shirts around, especially on Friday. It's like everyone wanted to make sure that you knew that they were an Eradicator fan. It yeah. was. It, I would say it was a comparable crowd to Sincere Engineer. Yeah. And that surprised me as well. I didn't think that it would be that well attended. Yeah. Um, uh, we got to do a, actually a cool mystery band set this year. Um, we got in to see Dead to Me at the Atlantic. We did as well. Which was super fun because they've played the main stage a couple years in a row now. And uh, Yeah. I've, I've only seen Dead to Me in a club like that when Jack wasn't in the band anymore, was he? Was think, that when Sam think, was in the? I think that big, that big tour with like. Oh, oh right! It was like off of their heads right before. Was Dead right to me. It was a big show. It was a really big tour. It, yeah, and then was, there was like a logo on it too. No, and Cheap Girls played that show. Did they? It was, or was it Dear Landlord? I think it was Dear Landlord. It was like it was leading up to Fest, and they. It's a big tour. They combined two tours, yeah. like for the Charlotte date. Yeah. I can't remember who all, there were like five bands on it though. Yeah. yeah. Off of their heads was one of them, yeah. Stacked Bill. Off of yeah. their heads played all of hospitals on that show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Patty was there, I guess, with the arrival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that was when Off of Their Heads put out that uh, uh, that picture disc with like the van on fire. Yeah. And they did the uh, Cleveland Bound Death Sentence covers on it. Yep. Patty was there, and people were yelling at the band to play it, and then like to get Patty in there to come sing those songs too. But he, 
no one could find him. <laughs> They're like, he's probably outside talking about some Japanese hardcore bands. <laughs> <laughs> they played the songs, but not with Patty. Yeah. yeah. That Dead to Me set was one of my favorite moments of the weekend, too. Yeah. It, yeah. And they played my favorite material from them, too. Like, it was mostly Cuban Ballerina. What, one They did Little Brother. Little Brother. Uh, Want to Die in Los Angeles. Yep. Yeah. Anything else that was... We were there so early that yeah. we heard them warming up with Tune It Out and Comforting the Disturbed, uh, but they were sounding a little sloppy, Yeah. so I wondered, because I'd really wanted, I'd really hoped they would play those two songs, but I wonder if they cut them because they weren't feeling up to mm. it. Yeah. Did you go see their full band, or the Bo Diddley set? No. We were there, and then they were taking too long to start, because Jack said that they didn't have an hour of material to play. But they had an hour set. And so, and they had some technical problems to start. So by the time we left, they were supposed to start about 15 minutes ago. And they, Jack said that they were going to take five more minutes. So we went and saw Sincere Engineers set. And I'm glad we did. I did I did want to see an expanded Dead to Me set. But I also knew that Sincere Engineers is not coming to Canada anytime soon. They probably weren't going to play much more. They probably weren't. Yeah, maybe one or two more songs. Because they don't play really anything off of uh, African Elephants or Moscow Penny Annie anymore. That's a shame, because Moscow Penny Annie, that record is so good. It was. I was surprised. I mean, when Jack came back in the band, I guess Sam left, so... Yeah. They don't feel the need to play those songs. I don't know. Those chicken songs, though, they're still worth playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy Jack's in the band. I mean, that's my favorite version of Dead to Me. For sure. And, like, Toy Guitar a few years ago were great, too. That was last year and the year before. Yeah. I wish they were playing, too, but I guess he couldn't get the rest of the band yeah. to come out. We got into the Reviver set, too, on Friday, the Mystery Band set. Oh, yeah. But we were kind of to the side, and we couldn't actually see the band at all. That sounds great. Do you want to stop for a few minutes? It's probably sorry. I had to vacuum. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have to stop. I'm sure uh, we can talk over it. We've got a. Uh, you you guys are telling me really messy. I really need a vacuum. <laughs> it's a uh, leaf blower, I believe. <laughs> you had some leaves in here too. <laughs> we had to, you know, have you ever been like club where they use the the leaf blower to like clean up all the cans and like cups <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> what was the Reviver set? It was... I guess they only still have the two full lengths, but did they talk about anything new? Or yeah, they anything? played... They played... Three new songs, at least? Yeah. Three more new songs? Yeah, and we cool. saw them again yesterday at Bo Diddley as well, mm-hmm. so we could actually look at the members of the band. And... <laughs> I think they played new songs again. They did, yeah. Yeah. They sounded really good. They yeah. said they are done recording a new album. Cool. Yeah. It's about time. It's been quite a few years since... The last full length they put out. Yeah, four or five probably. Yeah. I was in my old apartment when that album came out. and I've been in the place for at least three years, so it's probably been about four or five years. Yeah. What did you guys see yesterday? Yesterday, we saw a bunch of comedy, a bunch of Um, stand-ups. We saw uh, Adult Magic at Boca Fiesta. They were really good. Um... Yeah, we saw Roswell Kid. They were fun. We went, we went to the At the Drive-In cover set. 
At the drive-thru? At the drive-thru. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. so good. <laughs> who, was, who was that band? Was it anybody? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was formed specifically to do the cover set. Yeah. But right. I wasn't sure who they were. I don't know who they are either. Their guitarist kept talking about how he started the band to play with his brothers. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. It was a real Fest Bros band. Yeah. But they were they were they were faithful covers. They were good. Yeah. The yeah. crowd was really into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they sound like them? I mean, so they sounded. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. pretty good. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. They weren't sloppy. Yeah. And then who else did we see? We saw well, we saw a bunch of comedy. We saw a little bit with you guys. Mm-hmm. We saw. We've seen the copyrights before, but yesterday they were doing North Sentinel Island in full. And I like the copyrights, all right. Mm-hmm. But I loved that set yesterday. Yeah, they were so good. Huh. I need to spend some more time with that record. I don't think I've listened to it enough to, to be able to fully appreciate the set. Um, yeah, I've never really got into the copyrights. I mean, I've liked what I've heard, but I've just never really tried out any albums by them. Yeah, I think that's the same for me. It just hasn't really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to go back to it because that was that was one of my favorite sets from yesterday. Yeah. And then we saw the Lawrence Arms. How were they? They were good. Yeah. They were drunk. <laughs> Very Brandon, drunk. Brandon was real drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they had some technical issues, but the song sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go see them because they don't play any old material, right? Like, they... they the oldest they go is, like, Oh, Calcutta, as far as... They went a little bit before that. Yeah. They did 100 Resolutions... They played a couple old songs, not much. Mm-hmm. Most of it was it was pretty heavy on, on O Calcutta, mm-hmm. Metropole, yeah, yeah, and the one between Cocktails and Dreams. Is that what it's called? Was that a comp though? Oh, I don't know. I think that's a comp. Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm I'm mainly familiar with the earlier stuff like, uh, what, Apathy and Exhaustion. Yeah, I don't think they played anything off Apathy and Exhaustion, which is a bummer because that record's really good. Yeah, I love O Calcutta. Yeah. And they did, they did play a lot off of Calcutta, and they played the good songs on yeah. Calcutta, which were most of them. Yeah, and Greatest Show on Earth, and those are probably the ones I listen to the most. Yeah. That and uh, Guided Tour of Chicago. Yeah. And then right after that, we did <laughs> The Reason We Are Here Today. Yeah. <laughs> but so. before, before we do that, can I give you a gift? Sure. <laughs> okay, I told you that I had a gift for you yeah. to present to you on air that would tie into last week's episode. So last week you did the Pleasure Leftists, yeah, which was really cool. I'd never heard that band. Yeah, I didn't know them. I knew the name. When you started playing them, I thought it was from the eighties. Yeah, it sounded really cool. And then you said they were from Cleveland, and well, I'll let you open this, and, and I think you'll understand why I got this. <laughs> I found this for you on our first day at when we got into Gainesville when we went to Arizona before everyone else got there. Yeah, and they had a bunch of seven-inch bins. They had Probably four, yeah, four really full bins of four for a dollar seven inches, and I grabbed this out of there for you. So let's see what it is. It <laughs> uh, it is the homo stupid. <laughs>
which we mentioned. Not sure what their name actually was referring to. <laughs> so you were right. It is the Homo Stupids. <laughs> and I was surprised when you said you had never heard them. I know that Cleveland Hardcore, like, I'm not, I don't love Hardcore. I especially don't really love Cleveland Hardcore. <laughs> but I love the Homo Stupids. And I I do understand why they never really got anywhere beyond a couple seven inches and a couple LPs. They didn't really get them a lot of attention. They are <laughs> super abrasive. Yeah. But they're also really funny and really worth listening to. They've got, so this seven inch cat music is great and they have two lps their first lp the intern is like nine or ten songs of difficult to listen to punk (laughs) (laughs) it's i i you know it kind of puts you a little bit in a in a state of panic to listen to them um but that's that's a that's a feeling worth digging into every once in a while (laughs) so that's a really good seven inch i hope you like it yeah, we'll give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. I was really happy to find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it Homo Sapiens that they're making this stupid? I, joke yeah, on? I don't think it's. I don't think it's meant as a slur. <laughs> <laughs> because I read, I believe, uh, first time I heard their name was in association with uh, Clock Hammer or Clock Cleaner. Clock. Clock. I was combining Frog Hammer and Clock Cleaner. We got to split together. Because so. uh, they. Did a split with them, or maybe a tour or something with them, and okay. so and Clock Cleaner is abrasive <laughs> and like does say some offensive things from time to time. So I was like, I don't know what the name means, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna give me like a Nine Shocks Terror or seven or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> I couldn't find that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, we'll play a little clip of the Homo Stupids in here then, because. We don't really have any recordings of the band that sound very good. (laughs) Yeah. So, the normal version of the show, we use a random number generator to determine what we're going to talk about, and And we go to the rate your music charts and you know figure out the year and the and the album number and EP number. Yeah. Um, And I believe Lauren, you came up with the idea. No, I didn't. It's Corey. Oh really? Yeah. To do a. I think you might have built on the idea. <laughs> I did. To do like so. a live, a fest version of this, where. Here's how we decided what we were going to do. Um, we all looked at our schedules to see who had an, what what times were open for all of us, and then we took all of the bands that were playing in that time and then put them assigned them a number and put them in a number generator, and then went to that venue and listened and watched that band perform. And we found a band that none of us knew, that yeah. none of us knew about before. Right. So we had no prior expectations. I don't know about you two, but we didn't look them up beforehand. I had looked them up, but I had completely forgotten what they were. Okay. So I probably did the same thing because you and I have been talking about going through the Fest site and listening to everything. Yeah. There's a good chance that I heard the first five seconds and turned it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do that a lot. Nope. I make very quick judgments. <laughs> what I did this year was I just looked at the band photo, and if it was all white guys, I said, next. <laughs> <laughs> and also valid way There are so many bands to choose from, because otherwise you're going to sit there and listen to three, four hundred bands just to... <laughs> find three you like yeah and i i do appreciate that about fest that they don't make it well you overheard someone say 
um, you overheard some people talking, what's with all these goths in town? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that was on a Facebook thread. Oh, okay. It was How a thread about overheard conversations. Oh. <laughs> and it was, um, I thought this was really funny. It was someone saying, what's with all these goths? <laughs> and the companion said, oh, there's a pop punk festival in town. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just a pop punk festival. No, there and is it, something for everybody. This and the band it's we wound up with by is the yeah uh, <laughs> the artist we landed on. Uh, so the band is Liquid Limbs. Are they Gainesville? Yeah, so as as we were watching them, I just had the thought before I looked it up, this band sounds like Florida. <laughs> and I, I can't really describe what that means. I was trying a little bit last night to you. I can't really describe why I had that sense, but I just had the sense that this band has got to be from Florida. And I looked, and they're from Gainesville and St. Augustine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I, I felt vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listening to them, I was like, this feels like an old fest band. Like this feels like a band that would have played like fest seven or eight, <laughs> and they had they've been around since two thousand four. I I rem I think I remember seeing album art at one point. I I didn't look this up to confirm it, so I can look later. I should have done that, but I feel like I remember some album art involving an octopus. Hmm. I don't know, because I, I only saw the title of the album, and it was called... Where'd it go? <laughs> Orquid? Okay. Do they only have one album? Yeah, they only had one full length, as far as I could tell, and that okay. was 2008. Well, do we want to talk a little bit about the band? Yeah. That was... Um... They were a bass and drum duo. Yeah, a six-string bass. Maybe we should preface this with... I, well, I don't know. Did you love it? Yeah. There were like every like I feel like every song had like a part that I was into. I was like, that's a pretty good groove, or like that's a cool little riff. But that was about it. Okay. It wasn't anything I enjoyed overall. Because the drummer was wearing a Soundgarden shirt, mm -hmm. and for the first song at least, I couldn't not think about Soundgarden, <laughs> and I don't like Soundgarden. <laughs> They don't really sound anything like Soundgarden. Not though. really, but I just couldn't. I couldn't. It was the shirt. I just couldn't get it out of my head. What did you? What did you think of? What did you like them? Did you dislike them? Or I feel like we should preface this by saying that as I was keeping notes of this, I was kind of thinking. 
I wasn't enjoying it, <laughs> and I don't wanna. I don't wanna rag on them. Yeah. Just because it wasn't my thing. Yeah. And there was a lot of like externally funny things happening as well. Yeah, <laughs> there was. <laughs> so I mean, for the purpose of a good podcast, <laughs> I really didn't like them. Yeah. It was only a half an hour set, and I probably checked the time <laughs> fifteen times. <laughs> What would you call that style? It's like... It's definitely heavy. I mean, I would just generally call them like a sludge or like a noise rock band. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have that... Like, Melvin's influence. Mm -hmm. Um, I kept thinking about Don Caballero. Hmm. Kind of in the drumming. In the drumming. I can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the... the jerky stop and start. Yeah. Yeah. Even the way the drummer was drumming. I he looked like he was drumming like Damon from the Yeah. I I a lot of that arms drummer all over the place was having a blast playing cuz like his face was just so lit up and super excited to be playing these drums as hard as he possibly could. But in between songs, I thought he was going to die in between songs. <laughs> it looked like he was going to vomit or just he would just put his head down on the snare. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I feel like by that style, like by the standards of that style of music, which I'm a little familiar with, listen to like Sludge and Doom and stuff like that a lot in the past. <clears throat> um, I feel like they had some good ideas but it was just kind of like they really had the one thing which is that they were a bass and drum yeah band and I, I did appreciate um I feel like his vocals were like directly influenced by um classic Sabbath Ozzy oh and I feel like he actually did a good job of it. I, w- I went a different way with that. Really? Yeah. So I thought he, at some points, not throughout the whole set, but at some points, and I, the band did not sound anything like the Minutemen, but I found like mm-hmm. he had the cadence of Mike Watt or D. Boone. Hmm. Just the way he was, like his, his phrasing, the way he was... I could see that. The way he was putting the words into the song. Hmm. It had, to me, it had a very Minutemen-esque... Cadence to the vocals. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was getting just like a Chicago noise rock vibe mainly, uh, like a, not so much shellac, but you know, in that vein. Um, People were really into it. That's the thing. It's totally not my thing. Yeah. I would never listen to a band like that. I I find it hard to imagine other people sitting down <laughs> and listening to that. But I also know that taste is subjective yeah that was one of the i noticed they put all the heavy most a lot of the heavy bands in there because there aren't a ton this year as far as i think eight seconds had the other ones for the night that's where like torch was playing yeah and mets mets and yeah um did you write down any of the singer's quotes because his in-between quotes were pretty good i didn't write them down because i knew you were gonna get some (laughs) uh this song is about wizards and witchcraft, but on a molecular level. <laughs> it's called De Extinction. 
This song is called The Unfortunate Effects of Gravity. <clears throat> Sorry, this song is about the unfortunate effects of gravity. It's called Long Ass Balls. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of that song, he said, my wife says there's an operation for that. <laughs> I noticed he would do that. He would say the thing at the beginning of the song, and then at the end of the song, he would say more about that, <laughs> as if we were having a conversation while the song was playing. Like, I don't know what you're singing. I can't tell what you're saying in these lyrics. I also thought it was really funny when... Um, during the last song, the singer pretended to flop his nipples around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. I missed that. He either. just, like, he just went like this. Let go of his bass and he just grabbed him and just went like, <laughs> just yeah. like, wiggled his arms. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, what about the externally funny things? Because oh. at one point, a couple sidled up along in front of us <laughs> and they were having a very difficult time. There was a Specifically, the guy. <clears throat> I, I wrote it down as drunk skeleton and a wobbly man <laughs> holding one another up and just come in. And then she left him, and he was having a very difficult time standing up. He, it was, it felt like the drunkest person I'd ever yeah. seen still upright, you know? He tried to send a text. <laughs> He spent for so long. Like the entirety of a song. <laughs> is he the one when, as soon as they stopped, he like, just like, like, kind of just like tilted. <laughs> he like, tilted and just started going towards the bar. <laughs> they came in sharing a PBR, so they were still actively drinking. <laughs> I watched him. He tried that same word on that phone. And it, he, I don't think he ever got past the first word of that text. I couldn't see what he was trying to type, but I could see that you were really enjoying watching him try to do <laughs> it. him for the, like, the entirety of the song. When the skeleton came back, also, she was moving really funny. She was at one point just swaying with her eyes closed. And another time, she, she they were really enjoying the music. And she was kind of jerking around but only the top half of her body. Like, her legs were staying almost perfectly still, and just her torso was, like, just really wiggling around. <laughs> yeah, that room was very drunk. I've never seen that. At, at Fest, there they definitely were the most plastic cups full of beer of any set I saw all weekend there. It was um, interesting. I noticed there was a woman there, like, wearing her Lucy's outfit. Like, she'd just come from a shift at work. Yes. It's like, well, we just go to Dirty Nose and hang out after work. There's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a heavy show here now. I don't think she had a fest pass. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that Dirty Nellie's is um, very strict about making sure people have their fest passes yeah. to get in. Because <laughs> there were there was some other people in there who just seemed like townies, like, just... Drunk yeah. townies that hang out at Dirty Nellies all the time <laughs> who just went and they let them in. There's always one of those every year. There's like one club you'll go to and it's like, oh, the locals are here. <laughs> They're not supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, you can buy tickets at the door for some of these venues. Some of them, yeah. Maybe Dirty Nellies is one of them. They yeah. To cover. Do local people get a discount? I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine they would be like, pay $130 <laughs> and you can come in. It's probably like, 15 to 20 dollars I bet to get in yeah and stay all day because I met a guy last year who went to the wrestling show he only came for the wrestling show mm -hmm. so he paid to get in that 
that one venue. So, yeah, I guess people do it. I'm assuming only locals. <laughs> the, 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 the guy who works at the front desk was really excited to see, at the hotel we're staying at, was really excited to see Lagwagon. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I hope he made it. He said it was his favorite CD of all time. Not album. Not CD. Album. CD. <laughs> I wonder if he was the Lagwagon dude we saw wearing a Lagwagon t-shirt <laughs> and Chuck Taylors and... And, like, shorts. Yeah. And, like, he had on a backwards hat, baseball hat, and he had on his, like, aviator sunglasses yeah. at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the lights aren't that bright. <laughs> He was at Bo Diddley. Yeah. He was lag-wagging it up. Yeah. I'm here for one band only. <laughs> yeah, he just, I leaned over to Justin and was like, that's what a lag-wagging fan looks like. <laughs> I didn't know. I had a look. But I think lag-wagging could still sell out a venue if you were in Quebec. Really? Yeah, for sure. They're not Canadian, right? No. They're... But something about Quebec and, and punk in Quebec... Lagwagon is just, hmm. they're just there. <laughs> Fat Rick is they could, they could sell out like they could have like a Montreal residency, like similar to a Las Vegas <laughs> residency. <laughs> <laughs> they could pack the place. Like Lagwagon, like Crystal Ballroom. Like, they have Lagwagon as the headliner and just like a rotating cast of openers, like ten foot pole on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Real Big Fish still regularly. Headline summer festivals in Quebec. That's crazy. <laughs> and oh, that's awful. <laughs> what's the north? <clears throat> what's North Carolina's big sky? Oh, we have squirrel, uh, uh, nut zippers. The swing. Yeah, there's the swing the revival band. Do they still headline? No. Uh, I think they play like. I mean, they probably headline their own shows. But yeah. They play like sporadic. A Charlotte residency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're a Winston Salem band, right? No, mm, I always thought they were like Durham Raleigh. Yeah, I don't know. Like that. Are there any bands that you would you would go and see a residency show? Uh, D four, <laughs> <laughs> weaker than a residency at the Triple Rock. Yeah, <laughs> is it still there? It's Nothing's still... gone. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd go see quite a few residencies, I guess. Okay. If if I knew it was going to be a different show every night. Yeah, it'd have to be someone with a really big discography. Yeah. Like a Devo residence. Yeah, <laughs> Devo residence. I say Devo because Dylan's wearing a Devo yeah. t-shirt right now. But I'd watch a Springsteen residency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any punk bands? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty good with a 40-minute set yeah. for most punk bands. Like, there's a few that could play an hour, and I'm good with that. I think that's most something... bands I don't want them to play too long. <laughs> that's something that's probably shifted for me as well as we've been coming to fast longer and longer but when we first started coming yeah I'll watch banner like, <laughs> give me a two hour banner palette set yeah. I'll watch it <laughs> but now I'm good with yeah 20 minutes half an hour yeah cause like I, I do dislike when we go to Bo Diddley and it's like we got an hour I'm like oh <laughs> really <laughs> we're gonna fill it it's uh, a band oh, you're gonna you should like, fill an hour <laughs> like Flatliners played their entire set like they ran over their time <laughs> yeah. and I was like what why? <laughs> Why don't you do what Tenement did that one year and play for 15 minutes 15. out of their hour-long set? That was at 8 seconds, wasn't it? Yeah. 
was that was that the year that Patty wandered on stage? Yeah, yeah. he just yeah. like is up there walking around, just drunk, <laughs> walking around the stage. Because I think he did the same thing another year when they played. I think it was still Common Grounds, now High Dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they did the same thing too. They played like three songs and they were gone. Yeah, Tenement is so good. We, I said, were you with me when that? We saw them in Charlotte. Yeah, we saw them in Charlotte. They played like five songs. Yeah, they played. They played just like a 15, 20 minute set, and we were watching them because they had like a sax player and like yeah. they had these extra people with them, and I'm like, when's the saxophone gonna play? <laughs> and he comes out last song and just goes like, <laughs> like through the chorus, <laughs> and they're all like shaking tambourines like these three or four other extra people on stage. <laughs> he rode on tour with you. <laughs> Just to do that one thing. Do you remember when we saw them at Common Grounds? And they had probably a half hour set. They played for 15 minutes, but then they just left the guitars feedbacking for the rest of the 15. Yes. <laughs> I remember waiting to see if anything else would happen. And then just once the 30 minutes hit, someone came out and flipped off the amp. <laughs> like, you're just being funny. <laughs> I saw Dan Sartain do that one time. He was opening for Against Me. It was him and Riverboat Gamblers opening for Against Me. And he wasn't. He thought he was having a terrible set because I messaged him about it years later on. No, no, no talked talk to him, him in person. Again. Yeah, about and, that tour. And he just. It was just him. I think he had a drummer with him. But. When his set was over, he did the exact same thing. He just laid his guitar against the amp and just let it feedback for like five minutes before somebody came out there and actually turned it off <laughs> and then we talked to him years later in a, a charlotte show and he was like man i thought i did terrible on that tour like, yeah. nobody liked me at he all was like, that tour shouldn't have happened or something like that he was a weird choice for that tour yeah so sad it's got to be hard to open for against me especially then yeah that was because that was right wave had just no when i saw them it was before the wave Oh really? It was after what was the one before? Is that searching for a form of Yeah, I think oh, it was around that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did see them in Asheville mm-hmm. when New Wave came out. We saw. I've seen it against me a lot of times, and I don't even like them. Like yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen them like four times. <laughs> <laughs> They've just been on shows that I wanted to go to. We've seen them a lot. We like yeah. them. I don't dislike them. I just don't listen to them. My. uh have you noticed every year at Fest, there's always the bands that say, Thank you, Gainesville! Thanks for having us! And like they specifically are calling out Gainesville. It's been a while since we've been to Gainesville. And then we're all like, We're not from here! <laughs> <laughs> they, they just think it's just a regular festival. Like, uh, ooh, it's an In the Summer Weenie Roast or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. No, people but travel to this from... <laughs> Some people came further than you did from, you know, wherever you were last playing. Yeah. It's mainly main stage bands, I feel like, that do that. They just fly in and fly out. Yeah, because they don't even think of it as... They don't understand what fest culture is and what all that actually entails. Yeah. I mean, at this point, the bands... If it was a really bad year, I don't think we'd come. Yeah. But for us to, to come, they just have to be... It just has to be a kind of good lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely never want to stop coming to Fest, <laughs> you know. 
But I guess logically, I have to be like, I don't like any bands who are playing this year. But I can always find somebody. So that's why I think I, I can always come. And there's always a Lindio. And Reggae Shack. Yeah, I know. It's worth coming just for Reggae Shack. And friends. Yeah, yeah. We see you guys one weekend a year. I know. <laughs> uh, what was your first fest? Do you remember what year it was? Yeah, fest. I think this. So we've, we've missed a couple years. Yeah. But I think it's been a decade of us coming. Yeah, I think we missed two years in there. I th- I can't. I was. We were trying to figure it out, and it's either this is either our eighth or our ninth fest. Yeah. And we started at either fest seven or eight. We came the the year after we got married. So two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay. Would, so. That would have been so nine years eight? we've been coming. Fest eight. eight. Fest eight. Yeah. yeah. We came fest eight. I think was our first fest. I was at fest seven, and I've been on at all of them since then. I'm trying to remember when. We met, cause we met Grant that year, and I think that we met year. you and Corey that year as no, well. No, I don't think no? so. Right. No, we met Grant. You I think better we remember. met you the next year because we met. I remember this. We met Grant. We had a great chat with him in line at the No Idea uh, house Yard sale. sale yeah. yeah, and then we left, and I said to Corey like, "Oh, did you get his name or anything like to like, touch base <laughs> with him?" And Corey's like, "Nope, that's." That's just the magic of fast, or something, some kind of answer <laughs> like that. And then the next year, we were walking on the sidewalk. We'll see him again. And I did. I saw Grant, and I turned around, and he turned around. I was like, Corey, I think that was the guy from last year. You got to get his name this year. And we did. We saw him that year again in line. And then I think that's when we met you. Because I remember when I met you, he introduced me as the friend who always sleeps through the yard sale and doesn't want to come to it. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember that <laughs> because those were the t- like I went to the one on at seven and then I was just so tired for eight and nine so I was like I'm just gonna stay here and sleep and I didn't <laughs> care to go I didn't go back to it until our other friend started to come back to fest with us and uh, then I would go to the yard sale with everybody and uh, they don't do that anymore no. they don't do that anymore no they started yeah. Well, well eventually, barely a label anymore, too. <laughs> yeah, eventually they just started sending people to Arrozane once mm-hmm. Arrozane opened. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Were, I think they would put the special No Idea releases in Arrozane. Mm-hmm. Like, they had this Hot Water Music ones, like, last was last year or the year before? Yeah, yeah two years ago. Yeah, I mean, I think for a long time, I did have that idea that it was just, like, we'll see these people... <laughs> I don't need to know their last names. <laughs> if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. He'll, he'll come back to you. <laughs> yeah, if you love something. <laughs> if you fest something. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I think I've kind of gotten over that because it is nice to have that, that lasting connection through the yeah. year. Like, you and I talk daily now. Yeah. And that's been something that's been really cool for me. Yeah, because... I remember I added Lauren you on Facebook because I saw the notification for it today on Facebook for the anniversary. Oh. Like, One year ago, you added friends today. <laughs> so I'm assuming it was the Monday or after fest or so. Um, and then I remember adding you on Twitter, yep. like maybe a week later. And I didn't even know your last name. <laughs> I don't remember how I found your last name. For, I, I, yeah, I'm meaning to ask you. No. That. Grant knew your last name because he had your email address. Yeah, so for a long time, I just had Grant in my phone as Grant Fest. <laughs> <laughs> and our friends from 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 Canada now as well, they live in a different province from us, but we've this is now their 
second trip down to Fest. They missed last year, but we, we met them two years ago. And, and Kyle and I, we talk often as well, and I still don't know his last name. I still have him in my phone as, as <laughs> Kyle Fest. We need to clear that up before the weekend's over. <laughs> I think I might just leave it at Kyle Fest. <laughs> yeah, and even then, we didn't actually start like talking on a regular basis until a few months ago, really. Maybe at the beginning of summer? No, I think it's been a little longer than that. Longer than that, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we started we started DMing on Twitter for a while. We had a good DM yeah. thread going, and then I asked you if you had an iPhone. Yeah, because <laughs> I so can only, use iMessage. I yeah. can only text via iMessage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been fun because uh, I realized I was like, huh, I don't talk to him as often as I talk to you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. None of my other friends ask me how my day is going. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. At like ten o'clock, if, if you haven't sent it, I'm going to send it. How, how yeah. is your day text? <laughs> a lot of times you'll send it, and I'll be at work, and then it'll be like eight hours later, and I'm like, oh, I should actually ask about his day. See what's going <laughs> on. <Okay. laughs> yeah, we definitely have a more mean spirited friendship with our yeah. with our other friends. <laughs> it's very antagonistic. <laughs> I, I posted, I sent something to our Facebook message group about like, uh, get up. Uh, was it when I was at the airport? Like, I think when I first got to the airport and Grant just, like, changed the subject. Immediately. <laughs> Away from Fest? And yeah. I'm like, don't have a good flight. <laughs> <laughs> don't do He's like, rental car. half the group isn't going. <laughs> you salty about it? Well, it was by choice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he made that decision. So next year, you should come, Grant. Yeah, You're not listening to this. <laughs> well, what are your plans for the last day of Fest? We are going to eat more burritos. Yeah. Yes. And then, I don't know what else. We'll see. It's a little bit of a lighter schedule today. Yeah. Um, we, We're going to go see Sincere Engineer again. They're doing an acoustic set. Mm-hmm. And... Iron Sheik is always really fun. Yeah. I am excited to see Radon, finally. <laughs> I'm really excited to see Happy Accidents. I think you told me about them. Um, You sent them to me because you found them on the <laughs> Fest okay. page. But I... Are they on your list, too? Um, No, but I had found them through a band camp, I think. Like, a labels band camp, because I follow some of those and... I think I listened to it, too. But they're not on my schedule. Um, I've got a lot of fest wrestling today. That's the majority of what I'm doing today. Yeah, Iron Sheik's on mine as well. I'm going to try and go see Custody, who are a Finnish punk band. They're really good. And then Retirement Party at the Atlantic. They're really good. I've got that on our list as well. And Typesetter at the Woolly. They have a new album that just came out, too. I have Radon on my schedule, but Sunday I get real sleepy about 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is the year. Maybe. Yeah, it all goes to 11.20. It's not too late. That's not too bad. You can make it to 11.20. <laughs> if we can get into Boca. You know how that is. Uh, yeah. Hopefully there's enough time. Yeah. Well... Seeing as we're a little over an hour now, hh hmm. anything else we wanna kind of wrap up? I guess. Did, did we win this did week? We win? Ah, 
We won in the sense we were at fast. <laughs> but I don't think our uh, round of Punk Lotto uh, necessarily was a winner. I think maybe we won because of external factors. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it to see the Wobbly Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just back and forth. Uh, and yeah. then the, the skeleton ditched him at the end, too. Yeah. Because we saw her out in the street hugging some friends, but he was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> I wonder if they were even actually together then. Maybe he just, like, tagged along from the bar. Maybe. <laughs> just asked her if she'd hold him up for a while. <laughs> we watched uh, this... We Before you guys showed up to the venue, we were standing outside of Flacco's. Just hanging out, waiting to see you know people watching. We've been doing that a lot all weekend. There's so many people you you know going around. It's just yeah. plenty to see. Yeah, the feast for the eyes. The, <laughs> the locals and the festers too. Yeah, it's, it's two different kinds of great people watching. I don't. I've never really thought about this very much, but I've been looking a lot at, at people's patches, and this is not a well developed thought. But there's just something really strange about the the look of a very new patch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of feel like if you're going to sew a DRI patch onto the back <laughs> of your jean vest, you should maybe, like, bury it in your backyard for a year or so. Yeah. <laughs> just so, like, the quality of the fabric degrades a little bit, so it has a time to, like, sink into the denim. It's always funny when you see somebody wearing, like, a brand new screen-printed t-shirt. We saw one guy that was like, that is bright ink. That thing was made this week. (laughs) Made for fest. Yeah. So, punk fashion, fest fashion has been really fun to look at. Yeah, I mean, it changes all the time, too. And then, sometimes doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) Did you notice that there's the... There's the guy who does the mohawk every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, like, shapes fest into the side of his head. Yeah. And, like, that's a, that's a thing. That yeah. look isn't good. It also doesn't more. fit fest punk. He's, not, he's been doing good. that, though, since our first fest. Has he? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've always seen one. So I'm assuming, seen I didn't him. pay attention. I haven't seen him this year, but I'm glad to know he's still around. Yeah, yeah there's I a guy walking him. around out there <laughs> with a mohawk. So. Oh, I did see a mohawk up O'Dilly. That yeah. had to be him. Yeah. Because I don't think there's a lot. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's like two Matt. It's <laughs> that guy who always has the mohawk. And then... Well, the exploded aren't playing, so then, then there's no reason. <laughs> did either of you ever have a mohawk? No. No. I did. Did you? Was it a tall one? No. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't get it to stand up properly. I had really, I had really thick hair. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't... My, like, my mom wouldn't let me shave it thin enough. <laughs> so it was a really wide... Floppy mohawk. Um, and, and at one point, too, do you guys remember the cartoon Astro Boy? Yeah. At one point, because like I just got so fed up of trying to spike it up that I just I made it like Astro Boy. <laughs> so you did like a front and the back. Yeah. I, I I did that for a while, like too long. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it? Like like an inch or two? Or uh, like... yeah, probably probably yeah. Wow. A little, good little it unicorn horn up there. Pronounced. It was pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to like slick it forward this way and then slick it back. To and... get enough hair to yeah. create the cone. <laughs> yeah. I don't have pictures from that era. <laughs> I don't have very many pictures from my long haired era. It was maybe like a, y- a year and a half. Yeah. I have like 
three photos from that time period, and... You, you grew your hair out after I cut mine. It was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had long hair for, like, two years in high school. Like, I just kind of, like, started growing it when I was 15. Like, I just stopped getting haircuts. Yeah. So it was, like, probably a little bit past my shoulders. Um, and then <laughs> I tried to trim it. <laughs> and it just kept getting worse. Like, I kept fixing the other side. Until I had just, like, this bob. <laughs> Yeah, mine was... And I just gave up on long hair and just didn't grow back out. Mine was pretty long. It, uh, but I didn't try trimming it ever, so I didn't have that experience. <laughs> it, it was pretty long. Oh, I was very much... Uh, uh, my mom won't let me be as punk as I want to be punk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really wanted to dye my hair fire engine red at one point. Yeah. I probably would have been, I don't know, 15 or 16. And my mom wouldn't let me do it unless I went to her hairdresser, (laughs) (laughs) which was just like a a strip mall mom hairdresser. And I had to pay for it myself. And it was expensive. It was like 60 or 70 bucks. Wow. And I just came out with like... Because it wasn't just a box of... (laughs) No. Manic professional. (laughs) I bought a thing of Manic Panic and my mom wouldn't do it for me. And so I, I, I walked out of there with, like, like a mom maroon hair color. <laughs> <laughs> and it washed out really fast, too. Weird. Yeah. You paid 60 bucks for it, and it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. Do you have crazy hair? No, not really. <laughs> I uh, dyed it a very dark, dark, dark blue. It skewed black almost. Yeah. <laughs> that was about as much as I did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't really get into punk until college really. Yeah. Uh, because we grew up in a Christian household and uh, had to listen to Christian music. Christian rock. And got into Christian metal. A lot of yeah, a lot of Christian metal and a lot of new metal when we were younger. Yeah. Some POD there. Uh, <laughs> and then our neighbor was into like black metal and like yeah. doom and stuff. So we just like went from like Christian metalcore to like black metal. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty big leap in <laughs> styles. Yeah, it went until like college that I was like, now I'm gonna try all the like okay, <laughs> all the punk bands I've heard about but never listened to <laughs> whoa black flag is awesome yeah, so many burned cds of just like 80s hardcore bands that you ripped from yeah uh, what was it aries aries yeah because my college you couldn't have limewire you couldn't have Kazaa or any of those like streaming era peer-to-peers yep. aries was the only one they didn't block so I was like, well, I guess I'm using this thing. I've never even heard of Aries. It, it was terrible. Yeah. You just only could download like one MP3 at a time, and it was it was awful. But uh, that's how I found a lot of punk stuff. And then I didn't really get into like more modern punk until I started hanging out with our friend Grant, and he that would just make me like a an mp3 cd with like a bunch of files of stuff on it like you put d4 in there and all kinds of stuff like that and and it 
I have not looked back. <laughs> Thanks, Grant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he brought me to Fest that year, Fest Seven, and I didn't know, but maybe like five bands playing the whole weekend, and they were heavy bands. So yeah. it was like, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna hang out here at the heavy club because these are the only bands I know. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, I hope it keeps going. Yeah, I'm hoping next year's lineup's a little more exciting. Yeah. Just uh It'll be eighteen. It'll yeah. be Fest is finally an adult, so Fest can vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can buy cigarettes. Yeah. Can you buy Lotto scratchers? Yeah. There Fest we go. Fest still can't get into half Fest venues though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would Fest the person look like? Um Let's see. Ooh, there'd be a couple different versions, right? Like, there's there's the classic, which is the uh, beard, uh, what else? Hat, beard. Hat, beard, band tee. Beer belly. Beer belly. Cargo, <laughs> cargo shorts. Uh, yeah. Some Asics or uh, <laughs> New Balances. But then there's also like a newer wave of fest people, like the younger kids who are... Do you notice the demographics have shifted at all? Yeah. Yeah. It's people our age now. But like we've just kept getting older with fest? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't noticed too many younger people this year. I think it depends on the set. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like Roswell Kid had a lot of young... Yeah, the kids there. Cursive did not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, like, since you you had a decent amount of younger people. That's good. I just might not have been paying attention. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I don't think overall, like, just walking down the street, it, it, it's more like late 20s, early 30s. And yeah. If not older. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Hopefully they can stay alive. That was that was something we were talking about. Like, it can always downscale. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to be huge. For Fifteen venues or whatever. Like, if they start to see you know fewer people coming, they can always start you know doing fewer venues and you know fewer bands and and maybe just maybe just focus on like getting like some really big bands and then. <laughs> Let's criticize the thing we're at. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what they'll, how, they should be able to do it indefinitely. I mean, there's always going to be punk bands. So. Yeah, it's just their own interest and their own motivation in keeping it going. Yeah. 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 It's whoever's booking it, too. Yeah. yeah. But they've built a really, you know, even on the off years, they've still built a really special, important thing for a lot of people. Yeah. I look forward to this all year, you know. Yeah. Maybe not the week after Fest. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm, uh, I'm good. And then Christmas happens. and then But come January, February, when they're like, when are they going to start announcing Fest yeah. bands? <laughs> That's when I get excited for it again. We usually book our hotels yeah. in January, February. Because there's no commitment. You don't have to pay up front. So yeah. Just yeah. get it out of the way. A little excitement in the winter months. Yeah, we should do that. Just like reserve it, don't act like for this room. I went ahead and paid for it in advance, but we knew we were coming, so yeah, yeah. No, oh, cool. I guess uh, that'll do it for this episode. Um, 
As always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PunkLottoPod. We have an email, PunkLottoPod at gmail.com. Our website is PunkLottoPod.SimpleCast.FM. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we have no ratings or <laughs> reviews on... <laughs> so i got to look into that because I definitely gave you a rating and a review. Really? I did. Let's see if it showed up. I did it on iTunes. I did it after your first episode. I wonder wow. if it takes a while to post. Maybe. Because because you, you, yeah, you guys mentioned that last week on last week's episode. And I, I have reviewed you. And I have rated you. Because I've definitely looked at it since beyond the first week. Uh, yeah, it doesn't show any. Alright, I'll go back and do it again. <laughs> Zero out of five stars. <laughs> Zero rating. Oh no, that was just my rating. Oh! <laughs> I rated it. <laughs> really poorly. Uh, do you the, guys have the anything review to... is just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you have anything you want to plug? Any? No. No, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nothing to plug. Yeah. Um, all right, then. Well, Thanks uh, for having us. Did we... I guess we can plug our next episode. All right. Um, so, we're recording these out of order. So, the next week's episode will be The Punishment of Luxury. What was the name of that album? <laughs> we recorded it like two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Not the Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark album. Shouldn't it be the luxury of punishment? Laughing Academy. Laughing, okay. Punishment of Luxury, Laughing Academy. And the EP is The Addicts, Lunch with the Addicts. Um, yeah, so that'll be next week's episode. So go listen to those before uh, we talk about... Well, we already talked about it. It's weird talking about stuff <laughs> in the future when you've already done it. <laughs> inside baseball here. Yeah, but... Uh, we never know how to end this. And if you listen to the show, at this point, you know we don't know how to end this show. <laughs> so, uh... Bye. Wolves. Happy last day of Fest. Yeah. Have fun at Fest. Drink a PBR, if that's your thing. No one's gonna hear this until after Fest. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're at work right now listening to this podcast, drink a PBR. <laughs> and remember Fest. <laughs> Flip your boss off. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. We'll talk to you later. city of over 50,000, where the key to good living hangs on everybody's key ring.